Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Reverend Alma Dunbar Savoy. I am the creator and host of Abundant Living Everyday Legacy Series, where we're all about telling stories of regular people who God has done some extraordinary things in our lives. And we're sharing those stories to encourage someone else. Uh, this evening, we are excited about our guest. We have a fascinating guest tonight that will be sharing his story with us. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in, let him introduce himself and tell us all about himself, and then we'll get into his story. So welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this fascinating story uh, this for this show, and we're excited about sharing uh, our story tonight. So, would you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Apostle Ernest Russell Early. I live uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. I was raised in Greenville, North Carolina. Um, I have three amazing kids, um, Ernest Jr., uh, Alexis Early, and Ambria Early, and I've been preaching the gospel for 25 years. Right. All right. So you've been preaching the gospel. That sounds uh, so amazing. Would you tell us what led you down that path of teaching the gospel? Um, first of all, in my son's life, I wasn't really a uh, very um, initial in helping him uh, be raised to his he had an, a stepfather that raised him and I wanted to be a part of his life. So I began to uh, transition to learn how to be a father because my father died when I, he was born and I was 24 years old. So I didn't know how to be a father. So it was some transitioning that needed to be done in order for me to be a part of his life. And that led you down the path of uh, preaching the gospel? Is uh, that actually getting giving my life to Christ that that oh. what led led me to giving my life to Christ to be a better person and a father and um a leader in the communities okay uh so what has been the most uh rewarding aspects of this journey for you um just uh being persistent in what God has called me to being persistent because being persistent and going after it, even through difficulties. I had a daughter um, who I was talking about, Alexis, who was born one pound, 11 and a half ounces, um, who just turned 30 years old um, on yesterday. So uh, that took uh, me being persistent in praying and seeking God for a deliverance of her, plus delivering me at the same time. So to be with it uh, for 25 years, that's um, that's really amazing. And as you're saying about being persistent, what uh, there's so many challenges that uh, uh, pastors and you know you face in this line in this ministry. What advice would you have? Because so many pastors are giving up. It's you know they're burning out, and so many challenges they have. What would you say to them in terms of as you think about the challenges that you faced? Um, growing in faith and maturing in the word of God. We have to grow in faith because of 
he said uh, that faith as a grain of a mustard seed can move mountains, but as we gradually grow, our faith has to be stronger. So my, I had another daughter who uh, is named Ambria, and we named her after a candle. So she's been a part of the light that has kept me going uh, in the midst of adversity. I wanted them to see a different person um, in the light of a Christian father than being in the world. So it was very, uh, walking in faith was the main task that any individual that comes into a, in contact with the, or an encounter with God, you have to grow in faith. Mm-hmm. So what is the main thing or that you would say that has helped you grow in this faith? Uh, staying in his word. Um, when right. I first uh, became, uh, uh, where I was studying to become a minister, um, I would have an hour lunch and I would take a 30 minutes of my time to eat the word, to stay in the word. And then I would eat my natural food. So I always stayed um, in his presence and I, separated myself from a lot of things. Okay. Uh, Are there specific uh, lessons or insights that you would share as a part of your story that you would share with someone? Yes. um, I was a prodigal father. Everybody look at the prodigal son story as a son, but I Mm -hmm. looked at it different because I have a book um, that should be published next year called Save But I'm Still Bound. So okay. it's talking about the different challenges I face as a Christian and as a minister of the gospel, because the prodigal son uh, story to me was a prodigal father. I went out and I became the person that was not uh, active in the lives of my kids in certain areas of their life. So I became the prodigal father. That's part of um what we face that we don't want to be transparent. And when we go through things and a lot of time when we be transparent, some people can't handle it. So uh-huh. we have to make sure we in uh, with a mature uh, individuals that understand that we have challenges, that we are not super Christians, that sometimes we the Clark Kent and not the Superman. So as you talk about transparency, which is so important, are there other uh, lessons or that you would uh, share with someone that's, um, you know, that's a part of, there's, you know, a part of your story. Yes, and, ma'am. Uh, okay. Part of it is that, you know, I mean, we have to make sure we know who we are called to. Everybody's not called to the same people. We have a, a group of people that God has set aside specifically for uh, us or you or me that we have to know who we're called to. I'm a deliverance, healing and deliverance preacher. So I deal with a lot of uh, addicts or a lot of people that go through challenges with addiction. That's part of my ministry. Yes, ma'am. Deliverance ministry uh, uh, is a part of your ministry. How would you say that is um, uh, different from, you know, the, I guess the typical ministry that we see deliverance, uh, because those the addictions that you're talking about, the addic- addictions and those kinds of things that people are suffering with today that need to be delivered from, how uh, what makes this ministry unique in terms of uh, helping that person that needs to be delivered? Uh, you have to tarry with people. 
Oh, okay. You have to really tarry with them and see them at their lowest and still mm-hmm. give them strength and go through the uh, uh, the challenges with them. Don't forsake them if they make uh, have a relapse. You okay. still have to go through with them to let them know that you are really there because it's not about the spotlight. It's about okay. him being the light. So you have to go through those dark times with them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What helped you, um, uh, again, uh, being able to tarry with uh, persons, especially at their lowest, what helps you and keeps you motivated uh, to be able to continue this work? Uh, seeing them progress. Okay. Seeing them even take a baby step is of uh, encouraging to me to hold on Um, Uh because at one instant it was a lady that uh, boyfriend was in the bed with her and her younger child grandchild and he smothered the baby and killed the baby but he put an object of her and um, messed up her life so and I see I went to a house I was in my mother's backyard praying and she came outside she said can you come pray for me and I went to a house and uh, she had all her furniture, but she would get high after she paid her bill. I said, there's something that happened to you that you're trying to manufacture your happiness through getting high. And that's when she told me about the story. I said, if you forgive him, God will heal you because you are not uh, addicted. You just have an appetite for something that's making you feel good at the moment. So once she did, uh, got her deliverance, Uh, I gave her a Bible and I went to pray with her daily um, to make sure that she was staying on the right track. And when she failed, I was there to encourage her to get up because a lot of people, once they in the spotlight, they good. But when you get in those dark moments, that's when you really need the preacher, not when you're in church, but outside of those four walls. That's when ministry really starts. Seeing people at their worst like that really takes a toll on you mentally, uh, yourself. You have to be really uh, prayed up and motivated yourself. Are there other things that keep you motivated? Uh, Well, when my mother was uh, going through some transitioning, um, she was sick a lot uh, in her latter years before she passed. And Uh she will always encourage me to hold on. She said, no matter what, baby, I'm going to keep a smile on my face. I'm going to be all right. If God come tonight, I'm okay. But I want you to be okay even after uh, my transition. So it was hard at the beginning, but I learned how to focus on what she said over what she was dealing with. All right. You have to have to look at it from a different perspective. When people are talking, you need to hear the inner man more than the outward portions of the body. Are there specific scriptures or or quotes that have really been uh, instrumental in your life that have helped you that you would like to share? Yes, ma'am. My ministry is no weapon uh, uh, apostolic ministry. So Isaiah 54 and 17 is what I grab a hold to that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises up in judgment shall be condemned. I Mm -hmm. keep that in me at all times and I keep it focused 
factor in my head that I don't care what comes or may, it may form, it may have a moment, but it can't take me out. And that's how I, I take that word and keep it uh, engrafted in my head. That is so good. That is so good. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, what? Uh, so you mentioned your book that is coming out, uh, you said, next year. So we're really close to next year. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your book, about the book? Yes, ma'am. It's uh, entitled Save But Still Bound. I uh, take uh, scripture base, uh talking about how you know, my son's situation, how another man raised him and how I became a friend of that person because of when God came in my life, he said that you need to appreciate that person. A lot of people don't appreciate them. They want them not to be with the mother or not to be around the child. But I came to him and appreciated him. So it's about appreciation. It's about uh the challenges of life that I face even after Christianity, because we can, your misery actually become your ministry. And that's what I've learned that the times that I thought it was good and it won't really good, but it was the mindset that I had. But once I changed, my mess became my message. Um, uh, what are some things specifically that uh, excites you about life and sharing your story? Uh, the book as a part of your sharing, but as we talk about sharing your story, what are some things that specifically about life that really uh, excites you about sharing your story? Um, just seeing uh, life change, life changing experiences in other people and let them know that we are human, that we do have setbacks. You mm -hmm. know, if nobody is a super Christian that because the Bible said that, uh, his spirit don't dwell with us always. So we, it's not always God, God, God. But uh -huh. sometimes we do have a setback, a fallback, or sometimes uh -huh. we may have a struggle that we deal with as Christians because we got to understand that we fail too. He said, yeah. but a righteous man falls seven times. Uh -huh. So we may fall, but as long as you got the strength to get yeah. back up. That's so it's it. not that you ain't going to fail. He said, I pray that your faith don't fail. So right. we got to get our faith back in line with the things of God when we're challenged with things in the world. Right. What would you like for your legacy to be? That uh, I took challenges um, in a new aspect of saying, God, what are you trying to show me? And instead of why am I going through it? Okay. So okay. I want somebody to understand that challenge is going to come, but it's how you look at it is what makes the difference. So I want them to remember me as he never gave up. Okay. No matter okay. what, he never gave up. And that's where I feel like that should be a part of my legacy, that no matter what I faced, I may failed, I may walked away. I've walked away from God even in the 25 years, but I could never run away from it. It was always a part of me. Absolutely. And that is so good because that's exactly what you know, we want the stories to do, to let people know that you can overcome and it's about getting up. Um, so what's the most important thing that people should know about you? Um, well, a lot of people uh, know me as uh, the preacher that can preach about anything. Um, okay. 
You know, I look at, at my job. I look at uh, items because I work at the grocery store and I look mm-hmm. at an item and I can get a sermon. They're like, you can get a sermon out of anything like peanut oil. Um, it's the most expensive. I'm like, OK, peanut oil. You had to squeeze the peanut. You had to open it up, take it out. I'm like, so we had to be squeezed into things in order for God to really use us. So I take, you know, the foolish things of this world to yes. confound the wise. That's amazing. That's amazing and so good. Uh, what do you feel? Uh, what do you feel about your life is going to outlast you? What's going to outlast you? The word of God that I've spoken into people's lives. Okay. 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 Now people right now can remember something that I said three, four years ago at a certain church. You said this that helped me back then. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm getting the uh, getting the the answer to all the prayers and all the things that I did in my past with praying and preaching over people and giving them a word. That mm-hmm. uh, who do you think uh, your story is going to have the greatest impact on? The lost, the one that maybe were in church or maybe was in leadership or some type, but they failed and they feel like they can't get back up. Okay. Okay. To, um, as we start to wrap up, um, you know, our session for tonight, um, what, um, what do you think, um, what do you think is going to uh, be the most um, important thing that a person will take from uh, this story tonight? That we all have challenges. Okay. okay. No matter uh, from the White House, I would say, to the trap house, to our individual houses, we all face something. Okay. But we may not expose it to the to the world, but we are facing something. We might cover it up with, you know, a robe or or a title or something. But in in, in life, in reality, we face all of us are facing something even right now. And so, as we wrap up things tonight, tell us once again the name of the book. Uh, that and uh, when do you uh, think that it will be coming out? Um, the name of the book is Save But I'm Still Bound. It should be out in February. And the reason why I picked February because I did my initial sermon February the 1st, um, 1998. Uh, my son was born February the 12th, amen, 87. And my mother passed in 2017. I believe that's the right year, but she died on the 4th, around the 4th or 5th. So I want to celebrate everybody and all that God has done within that month that uh, I let, I didn't let the challenges take me out. So as we wrap up tonight, any lasting words, uh, Apostle Ernest Early Sr.? Yes, ma'am. I would say to the world and to everybody that would watch this, that Never give up on yourself. I don't care how many people give up on you, but never give up on yourself because you're the only one that you can't control. You can't control nobody thinking what they say about you or nothing. Just remember that you cannot give up on yourself because you're the only one that you can control. And as long as you don't give up on yourself, 
the sky is the limit for you. All right. Well, everyone, there you have it. The story of Apostle Ernest Early Sr. sharing his story with us tonight on Abundant Living Every Day. Apostle, thank you so much for sharing your story with us tonight, uh, uh, Abundant Living Every Day Legacy Series, where we're sharing stories of ordinary men and women whom God has done some extraordinary things in their lives. And thank you for sharing with us what God has done in your life. We're telling stories on the Abundant Living Everyday Legacy Series. And so tonight, everyone, as the curtain falls on this story, please remember, there's a story, as you heard it from the Apostle, in each and every one of us just waiting to be shared. And we're hoping that you will share your story with the world, generations to come, on Abundant Living Every Day, Legacy Series, YouTube channel, and podcast. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much again, Apostle Early. Again, everyone, thank you for sharing this story on Abundant Living Every Day, Legacy Series. God bless you.